0: you like that song? I know, don't you wish we actually just played a little longer music for you? Well, like that song does, we're going to get it started by the Black Eyed Peas, by the way. But we're going to get it started here and do what we always do on this show and teach you interesting ways to save you interest. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company here in London called Mortgage Teacher. You may have heard of it. If not, please look it up, Google Mortgage Teacher, and see what people are saying about us. We started this company about Uh, Is it five years ago now? Wow. And we put head office here in London, up at Oxford and Talbot. And I got to admit, you listeners out there, we have taken off. Read the reviews yourself on how we help. And in case you haven't heard this show before, it's exactly what we do is we help out with mortgages. We deal with every lender you deal with, whether it be one of the major banks, which by the way, there's 36 banks in Canada, not just the big five folks. For example, here in London, we have National Bank. There's two branches here. That's not a bad size. And of course, we deal with trust companies such as First National or MCAP. You may have heard some of those lenders. And of course, we have credit unions right here down the road. Good old neighborhood, quote unquote, neighborhood friends. And, you know, depending on where you're getting the property out in Dorchester, I maybe can get a better deal in Port Stanley or Tilsonburg, maybe a better deal on a local credit union than even a major bank. Maybe the property is zoned a little bit of commercial or Something like that. So the point is, we help out no matter what your plan is. And here with us today in studio, we have one of our other mortgage teachers. So you may have seen us us around the city. We have Jill Houston, West London. She's been with us a very long time. You might know that name. And here today we have Jen Story out in the Ingersoll area and London area. And Jen, how are you doing
1: today? I'm doing awesome, Mike. And I have everything with you.
0: Good. You're staying dry, I hope, because the forecast is ugly. Certainly trying to. Yeah, we'll keep that umbrella out. <laughs> keep the sunroof <laughs> closed in the vehicle on the way home. So we, Jen and I always kind of shoot the breeze about before shows like this on what's, the, you know, the happening thing. And we always want to share it with you guys. What's going on and what's trending in the mortgage industry? So you may have heard the news lately because mortgage is hot in the news yet again. With the new budget coming out, there's some new rules sent out with how mortgages are going to qualify in the fall. You might have heard Mortgage Teacher. We talked about that. On uh, with Mr. Stubbs on the London Live show uh, last week. And we, mainly we were asked about what do we think about these new rules. And to be honest with you, they just bring on more question marks. It's supposed to be an incentive for first-time homebuyers that they can get a, a certain loan, 5 or 10%, to help them get into a new house. It's called a shared equity program. I don't know, some pretty weird, weird areas. Us in the mortgage industry, we're hoping that a first-time homebuyer could qualify with a 30-year amortization. And that would have answered a lot of problems with the market. Now, we're here in London. Let's just talk about London. We're on local radio. You don't need me to talk about Canada Wide. Same as Jen, she's local here. So with that being case, here's the odd part about London. We're not slowing down because these rules have said that it's going to be a slower market in these big cities until this rule kicks in in September. Well, guess what? I don't know about you, but in London, your house going up for sale, is there multiple offers? Is there still the low inventory here in the city of London, meaning there's a lot of people looking to buy, and they're going pretty quick? So here in London, I don't think we're going to see that reflect. I think we're still pretty going, going quite well. Jen, you find that too? Like, what what are you doing in your business right now? What's keeping you busy?
1: Absolutely. I work with a, a lot of real estate professionals in the area, and I'm actually working on a lot of pre-approvals of clients that they've referred me of, Everyone's starting to get out shopping. The sun's mm-hmm. out. And so we're we're doing a lot of pre-approvals right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that
0: word, I'm going to interject there a little bit, because as realtors know, and as you guys know, we go and get pre-approved. But really, I mean, there's no approval process. It's pre-qualified. Does the client, for example, come in and say, Mike, Jen, if I were to sell my house for around uh, 310 and I want to buy for 450 what would that look like? So we want to go down and... And figure out uh, some examples of, you know, budget, um, credit Credit. bureau. Yep. Perfect. So any of those things we want to test and make sure that, you know, not just what does it look like if I get into this house, but Mike, we don't like surprises mortgage teachers. So teach us what to expect. For example, land transfer tax and closing costs. Did you know that if you sell the house, there's real estate fees, but there's HST on the real estate fee? Really? That sometimes ends up being a $2,000 surprise we didn't know about. So... At no cost and no obligation, this is exactly what mortgage teacher does. So like Jen claimed here, you're busy doing pre approvals. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you do deal with a lot of real estate agents. So good on you. So if you're out there listening and you are a real estate agent that deals with Jen, keep her in mind again, because she is very busy helping out with the, you know, the buyers and you know, do we sell and buy? And we that is probably one of the hottest topics going on right now. But there's another one I find coming through the office, and it's hey. You know, I like my mortgage on my place. Can we create any cash flow room or equity room to maybe buy another place? Or perhaps I'm throwing out too much money in existing um, debt. So let's go over a scenario that has come through the office lately. And we actually put this into a blog. So if you want to go to mortgageteacher.com, again, like I've said it before, you can always phone us at any time, 226-289-2991, leave a message because we're pretty busy during the show but we can get back to calls right after. But really, go on to mortgageteacher.com or even search Mortgage Teacher and see what people are saying. But right in here in the Mortgage Teacher website, we have this blog of a scenario that came in. So please, if you have a pen and paper, maybe write this down because this is going to be some some really good savings for you. So have a look here. So if you look, it's called, should I refinance my property? So these people came in and said, listen, you know, we our house we bought for, you know, 300. It's worth about 450 now. We've got some equity in there. Can we use that equity to get ahead? And on top of that, our bank has, you know, given us a line of credit and a credit card. And, you know, it just seems like that's not going anywhere. So if you're listening, listen to this closely. If you own a house and you owe anything over about six dollars to $8,000, is that a good, what do you see, Jen, on credit cards about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Six. I mean, you sometimes are upward in 10000 and <sighs> at 21%, that's quite a number.
0: Well, this client, this is what happened they have a house that's worth about $550,000. Now, they only owe about two hundred and fifty dollars on the mortgage. That's a pretty good mortgage. And in that mortgage, write this down, they're paying about $1,350 a month, okay? So your payment is $1,350 a month on $255,000. And in that mortgage, the principal coming down, so Mike, at the end of the day, how much are we paying off in principal? And that's about $8,300. So that's not a bad mortgage. And I'm using a rate of about 3.1%. So these clients came in, they got a current mortgage. It's not due for about two or three years, but look at this. Then the bank sold them, and Jen, you can relate. You have a lot of bank background.
1: Absolutely. When
0: you were there, were you ever kind of told to, to help push lines of credit or push visas out to
1: sell? Absolutely. There was a lot of selling that was mandated. And and the reason I
0: ask that, guys, sales, because sometimes, yes, it's easy to get a line of credit. So the access to the money is the sale, and it's, oh, it's only 200 a month. But That's where they come in later to mortgage teacher and it's like, wait, I'm on a money treadmill. So like I said, if you have any debt outside of your mortgage, please listen to this. What if you owed 20, this specific client owed another 25,000 on a line of credit, was only paying about 250 a month for that. They also owed 15,000 on another, and credit cards added up and cash flow. they're paying about 110 a month to that. You know, they, they take some money from Peter to pay Paul and try to get that debt down and then another $20,000 loan that they're paying 200 a month. So the point I'm getting at here is they owe $315,000. They owe 255 in the mortgage and plus about, you know, 50 to 5 to 60,000 in debt. I don't care, guys, and I've mentioned this before on the show. I shouldn't say I don't care. It doesn't matter how you owe that money, whether you owe it in a mortgage, whether you owe it in a line of credit, or you owe it in a Visa, you have debt. You owe it. Unless you have a plan to pay it out in the next month or so, Okay, then it's worth listening to this, because on that three hundred and fifteen thousand, if you add up the payment, so they're paying thirteen fifty on the mortgage, two fifty five on one line of credit, one ten on credit cards, and two hundred dollars on the other line of credit, they're forking out one thousand eight hundred eighty five dollars every single month towards three hundred fifteen rent. So the question to us was, at mortgage teachers like Michael, I'm paying this anyway. Uh, you know, I don't see my lines of credit or my visas coming down. But, you know, is there a cheaper way? If I kept paying the same, because I can afford my payments. That's what I need you to understand. If you're listening, you might be saying, I don't need your help, Michael. I can afford my payments. Okay. I'm not saying you can't. But do you see the results? Are you getting the very best results? As I said at the very beginning of the show, are you paying the least amount of interest? So hold these thoughts, because what we're going to jump to a break. And what we're doing here is, remember, this client is paying 1885 towards three hundred fifteen grand. And the results are about 8300 So we'll come back right after this break. All right, here we go again. I'm Michael Mullis with Mortgage Teacher, and I'm sitting here with Jen Story. Thanks for coming on, Jen.
1: Thank you for having me, Mike.
0: We're getting much more comfortable on this radio. I like it. <laughs> so you'll hear a lot more from us. And, and in case you're just tuning in, we have a scenario here that we've been working with. We had a client come in, and, and there's a lot of people coming up for renewal or Michael, I have $100,000 equity in my house here in London. How can I use that equity to either freshen up my house and do some renovations, or maybe how can I use this equity to get ahead? So, in Canada, if you borrow to invest, you get to write off all the interest you're borrowing. So, think about it, guys. If I could squeeze out a hundred, uh, you know, 120,000 equity out of your house, maybe that's a down payment to get that vacation home. Well, let's think about the vacation home because Airbnb has changed this. Now you can use that, buy a second home like a vacation property and then maybe later in life that you want to use that as an Airbnb, right? There's technology that can help you rent it out. Now that's kind of a slash family vacation property but at the same point you have some tax deductions because you're renting it out and building up some income. So, um, So those are the type of scenarios we see. Maybe you want to buy just a pure income property. Maybe it's a duplex or you want to buy a second home for your family. There's a lot of people, baby boomers looking to buy a place with a granny suite and take care of mom and dad, or mom or dad. So those are the type of things we're seeing here. So in this scenario we have, just quickly to to catch up, if you are still tuning in or newly tuning in, of course, thank you. And of course, you can always look this up at mortgageteacher.com, go under blogs, and you'll see, should I refinance my mortgage? It's about third down. And we got a really good case study that we'll start to, after the show, we'll share on our social media, on our Instagram and our Facebook. But what it is, is these people came in, they said, Mike, you know, I can afford my payments. I'm not coming to you because I'm hurting on a cash flow, but I'm not going to lie. I'm sick and tired of seeing my line of credit, my credit cards come down so slow. So when we added up these guys' numbers, they're paying 1885 towards 315000 debt. Now, when I say debt, there's a visa there, there's line of credit, there's a mortgage. I don't care what formula you're paying it. The fact remains these poor people are paying $1,885 towards $315,000. And if you look at the principal coming down, well, the line of credit's pretty much interest only. The visas are definitely interest only. And then the other line of credit loan is very, very little interest or very little principal, sorry. So really, the only principal coming down is the mortgage, and that was $8,300 a month. So here's what we said. We said, if you still owed the same, still owed $315,000, and you're still going to pay 1885 Remember, these clients came in and said, Mike, I'm not hurting cash flow. I just want to see better results. So the question is, Mike, mortgage teacher, Jen, if we're still paying 1185 towards 319 can you find us better success? And here's the staggering number. If you were to rewrite that on a mortgage, pay out the line of credit, pay out the visas to zero, so now you're not maxed out on your credit, and, Jen... Being maxed out on your credit, what does that do to your score?
1: It makes it drop twenty-five points per month per trade that you have. Right. So in these case, in this case, you got a line of credit and a
0: visa and a and another line of credit maxed out. Well, these guys' score could be going down twenty-five points each a so month. Yeah, per, so seventy five yeah. in this case. So seventy five points a month, these poor people's credits are going down. And meanwhile, they're making their payments on time and didn't know. Now, here's the good news. If we roll it all into one, instead of paying $8,300 per year, the new number is going to be $13,300. So here's what we, Jen and I, got to say back to these people. They came in and said, I can afford my payments. I owe $315 in debt, and I'm comfortable with paying $1,885. But my results are only $8,300. So at no cost, we rewrite this mortgage. There's costs associated, sorry, but they're worked in. And now the mortgage is going to come down an extra $5,000 a year. So they're still only paying $1,885. They still only owe $315, except now they're paying an additional $5,000 off per year, which, guys, five times five, that's $25,000 now in your pocket. So these are the type of scenarios that we teach. This is just a client that came in and said, you know, I don't really know if you have any savings here for me, but lo and behold, we found $5,000 a year. Now, let's think about this. $5,000, I wouldn't mind figuring out that. What is that? $5,000 divided by 12,
1: something like that. So $416. Oh, my gosh.
0: So now people ask this. Mortgage teacher, what are you really going to do for us? For example, I know you're going to call and ask for the lowest rate. So this is the type of call we typically hear. Thursday morning, bring. bring
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm up
0: for renewal. This is the rate I'm quoted. Can you beat that rate? So let's say we can at mortgage teacher, and usually we can. So we get the rate lower. By what? 0.10, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. Now, in this guy's case, in this case here, that might make a difference of $13 a month. Yay, mortgage teacher. (laughs) You saved us $1,300 this month. Really? Really? Is that what our time is worth? $13 a month?
1: Listen to this scenario that we just did for these people. How much is that a month, Jen? It's $416.66 cash flow.
0: these people are already. If they say mortgage teacher, we don't trust you. We're going to move ahead as, as we are. They're still going to pay eighteen eighty five towards three fifteen, the exact same as they're doing today. But with our advice, it's going to help you pay your mortgage down four hundred and sixteen. Is that what you said? Yep,
1: $416.66 a month. See,
0: so if you give us this call and say, "What's your lowest rate?" and we make a difference in your life, thirteen dollars a month. Wouldn't you rather sit down, go through your whole scenario, at no cost, no obligation, and save? Four hundred and sixteen dollars a month that's why we make a huge difference. We make a much bigger difference than just thirteen dollars a month now let's talk about a little bit the timing we are right now. Spring market is here absolutely um let, let's think about it. What are you doing at home? All the nice weather's coming. I get to clean out the garage. I get to tidy this up. Maybe yard you got work, yeah, totally yard work, freshen up the backyard. I have an ice rink I need to melt. <laughs> Um, you know, but you look at the soffits, they need some work. So you start looking around the house. Now, are you thinking of maybe selling? Well, call us now. There's no cost or no obligation. Let's do this pre-education. It doesn't matter what bank you're dealing with. We deal with them all. On top of that, maybe you're thinking of doing some renovations around the house. Be careful. Don't borrow the easy cash. We just gave you a scenario of grabbing that quick line of credit could actually hurt you. I
1: call that renting the account number from the bank because you never pay it down.
0: Good point. Yeah, 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 you are. Because they're pretty much set up interest only. Absolutely. When we get sold on a $40,000 line of credit, we
1: usually get sold on the payment amount per Mm -hmm. month. So what's an example of that? So you're like if you get a $40,000 credit line to do your deck and they're saying, you know, your payment's only $205 a month. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I call renting the account number because you're not actually paying down any principal on it. No, good point. And the good news is you're upping
0: the value of the home. Add, like when you guys put money into these rentals, it depends what it is. Adding a hot tub might not add the value, <laughs> but it might. But new windows, furnace, roof. Now, just recently I was even looking at some of the, the rebates, and there's not a whole lot out there. There's one from Union Gas that does windows and that. You need to be a, a Union Gas uh, subscriber type thing, but there are some programs still out there. So if you're thinking of doing anything in regards to this, so Michael uh, you know our mortgages due this this year if your mortgage is due in 2019 please reach out to mortgage teacher no cost no obligation what we'll do is we'll hold your rate at not just one institution and not the institution you're already at but at multiple institutions so when you actually come up for renewal say in August and then say your bank I can name them so say you're currently at Scotia Bank you can come up for renewal and say great Thanks, Scotia Bank. That's the rate I'm getting from you. But thanks to Mortgage Teacher, we held three different rates at three different banks. And now at no cost, no obligation, you have four opportunities and four options to choose from. And hey, maybe Scotia's is still the best fit, but at least you have choices and you know what's the best idea for you. So if you're up for renewal this year, if you're thinking of doing renovations, if you're thinking of freeing up equity to go and buy another place for the tax deductions, these are the types of things we teach here. So uh, time flies by pretty quick. Wow,
1: Jen, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to come on today, Mike. I really appreciate it.
0: No problem. And and like I said earlier in the show, we work with a lot of real estate agents. Jen, you're the you're the master of that. You have so many relationships in the city. So good for you. So if you're dealing with anyone, or if you're a real estate agent and you need help with advice on this, the new rules, how to create, you know, the tax deduction strategy, how to prepare yourself for, you know, even cleaning credit scores. That's probably the hottest thing going right now. Guys, it's a new algorithm for the credit score, so don't assume just because I make my payments on time I'm going to have a good credit score. There's much more to it than that, and we love teaching that. Again, look us up always at mortgageteacher.com and give us a shout, 226-289-2991. This is Michael Mullis and Jen Story.
1: Have a great weekend all.
0: Take care. Talk soon.